everybody. Cheers. <laughs> no, not for you, Beth. <laughs> and welcome to Because Why Not. Uh, that was the quickest intro of what we're doing. A lot ever. of the time we just get off topic and not even know what we're doing. And then we're like, oh, actually, <laughs> this is our show. <laughs> People prefer for you to introduce a show. Uh, we really like to not, we like to be against the fold. Just kind of go against it. Mm, is that the phrase? I don't know. Okay. Go against the mold? That sounds so awful. I I was just thinking of... Go against the grain? Yep. um, And then break the mold? Go against the mold. So literally, on the way over down, over here, we just hopped, skipped, and jumped Pittsburgh, you know? Um, On the way down here, up, regardless. Over, just, God. Over, I'm sorry. I was literally like, shakes, different shakes for different takes. And Allison's like, we always say this in podcasts. And you say it, and then you always say, is it right? And then I say it, and I'm like, that sounds right, different but what shakes for different takes? And I'm like, but it, we always were like, what's the different takes for different shakes? And then I was like, you know, I think it's the phrase different strokes for different, different folks. folks. And Anna just I like made shakes. something else. I like shakes more, and so I just... For different takes. Yeah. For you know? different uh, takes, like, for different oh, scene? Maybe, or breaks. I can change it a little bit. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. On. Anyways, how about let's, uh, let's go ahead and intro Thanks. what wine we're drinking. Can you get the wine over there? Yes. So, setting a scene, everybody. We are currently in the Wyndham Grand in downtown Pittsburgh uh, because we are doing a um, girls' weekend. Girls' weekend for Labor Day, and Babs came from Philly, mm-hmm. so it was like five and a half hours. Uh, yep, that's about right. Yeah, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It actually takes that long to get across the state. How is a state so large? I don't it's just, know. It's so wide. It's just so wide. No, it's just it's broad. <laughs> it's, it's got it's got girth. It's got girth. I was gonna say girth. I was gonna say girth, but and then I was like, do I? I'm gonna do it. And then you took it from me. So, okay. so if, if we're going to um, kind of tie. The significance of being in Pennsylvania yes. and 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 doing this wine pod mm-hmm. podcast, I've now turned into Jeff Goldblum. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. are like it's, yes. it's great. And I... and 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 wine. Um, Pennsylvania is one of the East Coast states that still has the government controlling liquor. Mm-hmm. Um, so fight the man. <laughs> Sorry, stick it to him. <laughs> yeah, different quakes for different breaks. Right? <laughs> different tax breaks. Let's um, add that to a t-shirt. <clears throat> what? So the significance of of having this wonderful wine here in Pennsylvania is it's very much more expensive to buy your liquor in Pennsylvania, and it's harder to get to. Essentially, you know, when you're on the East Coast, and a lot of these. Uh, these states from the founding fathers, um, there were a lot of Quakers, a lot of uh, really conservative religions around here that um, influenced government to restrict availability of alcohol through raising prices of the alcohol and limiting where you can actually get it. So, Like temperance? Is no. that what it was? Is that yeah? Like that was back in the day, right? I know prohibition, but I'm not as familiar with temperance. It's like the same. That was around the same time. I will defer to your <laughs> vast wine. <laughs> I will defer to you. Show me drunk history, Atlanta. Oh, and yes. that's where I learned about temperance. We'll drop it because and cross it. Temperance. Drop it and cross it. Drop it and cross it. Sorry, continue. Um, sorry. 
Yeah, so uh, when you go to a wine store in Chicago, that can be a gas station, a CVS. Yep. It can be a beautiful uh, depot. In Pennsylvania, though, if you want to get wine, you have to go to a wine and spirits. That you can only buy wine and you can only buy spirits. You can't buy beer. What? Mm -hmm. Yes. I didn't know that. And I think it has something to do with uh, the alcohol percentage that can be in beer and wine, and I don't know. Are they typically, because I, I, I did a guy from I Pennsylvania, and he had, there's always <clears throat> typically a beer store next to a liquor store, right? You, typically? You will find them, just like if you go to a Lowe's, a Home Depot isn't far away. Yeah. Uh, if you go to a Wine and Spirits, a beer store isn't that far away. It just makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, uh, one really good example, I did happen to buy, I bought a shit ton of wine, which is, you can go bankrupt buying a shit ton of wine. And we're all going to drink it. What? No. Literally what I was saying before you, you came here, I was like, we should just buy a bunch of wine in like Indiana or I can buy it by my house because Cook mm-hmm. County prices. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not having Babs buy it because it's going to be expensive as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and then you just were like. Bitch, I already got a Yeah, I, I would really appreciate it. That shaky picture that I took over my shoulder, if you can post that either to your story or the Instagram, mm-hmm. Allison and Anna requested on our way to Pittsburgh, hey, Babs, you're going to get there a little quicker than we will. Uh, do you mind? Do you mind picking up some wine? Don't let it be that expensive. And, oh, my smug face. (laughs) Nobody in the car. Yeah, nobody. I look to my passenger seat. There's nobody there. And I'm like, what, idiot. (laughs) Um, Those dumb beanies, guys. Do this, like, Ocean's Eleven, where you, like, backtrack, zoom, 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 back to, like, 15 hours ago. My fiancé, John, works part-time for Wine and Spirits uh, to help pay for our wedding. I also work, too, <laughs> to pay for our wedding. God, I was really going to say, freeloader. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, uh, I'm his sugar baby. Yeah, he's your sugar daddy. <laughs> retail job. I don't like that you said sugar baby or sugar daddy. Let's cut that. Let's right, reframe. Steven, hey, cut who's it. not going to cut it? Steven. Anna, oh, wait, do you edit this podcast? Leaving it in. Okay, great. <laughs> Just so that you know, we are now leaving it in. <laughs> um, so, John... He comes home with wine um, on occasion, and uh, last night he came home with knowledge, and that was that there was a huge deal at the Wine and Spirits that I could get a shit ton of wine for not very much. Love that price tag. (laughs) Not very much. I know. You should see the coupon. It's so great. It's great. The graphics are great. Um, So I got got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine bottles of wine, plus a free tote. Mm. Um, That tote. Plus Mm -hmm. the tote. I love the addition. I'm all about the tote life. (laughs) Um, So... Watch us. If for all you haters out there that think we can't finish nine bottles of wine, you just see what we're made of. I have two and a half days beach. Mm-hmm. Was that the deal? Was it nine bottles? No, or no, bust? no. it was six. It was six, but they I like couldn't stop. Can't but then take. I passed by Rex Goliath, no. and you guys have heard us. Well, no, have I heard you? I've talked about yes. it, right uh, at least twice. Yes, and I love it every single time you mention Rex Goliath on this podcast. I am. So happy. Rex Goliath days with Bab. Yeah. It was the best. That's my name. I'm, I'm singular now, Bab. <laughs> Bab, Bab. Um, Bib, Bab. Yeah. You know, Bib, Bab. 
I, I, uh, I'm no longer Babs. You know what? Um, let's let's go back to why we're friends. Wait, can you read the why? <laughs> Introduce the bottle first, can and you then read? we will. No, no, no. Anna's got to read it. Oh, wait, is it French? It's no. very straightforward. It. No, it's Man. from Monterey County. She could still screw some stuff do up. Do it, do it. Yes. <laughs> Anna. Hey, Anna. What wine are we Pretty drinking girl. today? Pretty girl. This is Chloe. It's a Merlot, 2015, from San Lucas Estate Vineyard, Monterey County. And I only got that right because she said it before I did. Mm-hmm. Babs, would you like to read the description of what this uh, bottle's about? You know what? Can we continue with Anna because I feel like I've been talking too much. Fantastic. Anna, go ahead. All right, okay. It's all about you. <clears throat> Don't screw it up. It, it will is. affect your future children. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's, that's a little bit. All right. It's a little bleak. <laughs> well, you're not that big optimistic about how you're going to read. All right. Named after <laughs> the ancient word meaning blooming. Chloe means blooming? Nice. Oh. Chloe wines are... Mm. Burgeoning. Burgeoning? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's actually pronounced beerging. It's actually uh, from Sweden. Oh, (laughs) it's a Swedish term. It's a Swedish word. Beerging. (laughs) (laughs) Continue reading, you'll see the Swedish. Monterey County is actually in Sweden. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, what does that even mean? Burgeoning? Yeah. It is becoming or... Uh, well, like, why can't they just freaking say that? Anna, because read context clues. Clues. <laughs> read the clues. All right, the rest of the podcast will be done in a Swedish accent <laughs> to offend as many Swedish people. Thank you. All right, Sorry. burgeoning with beautiful aromas and luxurious fla- flavors. Hello. Um, <laughs> extraordinary grace from our prized San Lucas Estate Vineyard at the southern end. You know, this is just not as good of a bottle description as the other one we were reading. What's the um, alcohol percentage? Let's get to that. Is it a 13, um, 13.5? Okay, yeah. well, this is a bet. So, I think it's a 13. No five, rookie right? scores. What's your guys' it, ABV? It feels very strong. But is it because it's a Merlot, though? It, it you sits, said 13.5? It sits a little bit lower in my throat. I'm going to say 13. <clears throat> That's a rookie score. That's very. Anna, no, we literally went through the. No, it's not a rookie score. There's like there's like six classifications. It's thirteen point nine people. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, you, I is it because it's a bigger bottle? I think it's because it's big, bigger bottle. No, bigger bottle, bigger numbers. Hello. Wouldn't it be by volume though? Like, oh no. You know no, what? It's alcohol by volume. You know what? Whether it's because it's big or it's small, I am. It's about. I am so grateful. Using it right. <laughs> It's 2018. Size, big or small? Size matters, you guys. Size doesn't matter. Size should not uh, matter. Anna, size totes matters. Size matters in this sense. Okay? <laughs> size totes matter. Were you just going to put this My down on the God. bed? But honestly, you must have been like on our level because we literally were thinking, you know, we should break it up from Cab. We're super always with Cab. We should tell Babs to get a Merlot because we should just change it up. Do you need a little bit more pour? Yes, please. Okay, guys, we didn't do the ASMR of pouring earlier. Ooh. So, uh... Oh, hell yeah. Look at them bubbles. I, I honestly love when you guys do your pour. You do? But, but you know, okay, you guys talk about ASMR, and you never have made fun of me for it. What do you do that's doing ASMR? I thought I was the one that introduced you to you ASMR. Did. Okay. You did. You did. You were you the one who told me to watch the, like the or listen to the uh, person getting their hair cut? Where you put the headphones in and you it's like they're giving you a haircut yeah. like all around you. And I was yeah. like, this is immersive. Well, that that actually started when we were in college. It was in college. We found an audio clip on Tumblr mm-hmm. that 
did that. That was Where it. someone was, like, walking in high heels around you, and you could hear them moving around you. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. If hearing footsteps... Just oh. listening to Well, it? you can do other stuff, too. I guess but. that does sound a little creepy when you say it. <laughs> Actually, a lot of ASMR sounds it's creepy when creepy you when say you it. creepy when you talk about it. Um, but I remember introducing it to you, and, and really, honestly, when I talk about it with anybody, uh, they're just like, okay, and they back away slowly. Wait, people not knowing ASMR? <clears throat> when Yeah, when I tell people, when they're like, what do you listen to when you're at work and you look at Oh, you just listen to it? I, I listen to, it has to be like no talking or anything. Oh, that was like cafe background noise, right? Isn't cafe that you, background noise. I like that. Page turning, even someone typing on their, I don't want to listen to real people typing on their <laughs> keyboard. I want someone that's over a speaker. Yes. Like I might be in an office where I could hear natural keyboard typing, but mm. no thank you. Yes. I want to hear clean keyboard typing. There's a lot of things that you like that I, I still won't get on board with. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, to put it bluntly. <laughs> okay. There's right. a lot of things that you like that I think are complete shite, but... You know, and they won't get on board but with that's, it. But here's the thing: is as how many friends can you, you know, count on one hand, uh, where you can have differences and it doesn't matter at all. That's true. That's a cheers. That's a cheersy. <laughs> that's a yes. cheersy. Guys, there. I mean, mm. all someone needs to do at my work is slurp laugh, and they're dead to me. <laughs> so, um, a little while back, I was saying how we became friends. Do we yes. want to enlighten people about that? Um. Uh. uh yes, mm. please. So, um, I went to Bradley University, Peoria, Illinois, can suck my dick. Yep. Um, okay, great, cool. Thanks Everybody, every comedian in the entire world yeah. for shitting on Everyone Peoria. Everyone hates Peoria. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> A little harsh. The fact okay. that it isn't buried under the it was, garbage water. It, it birthed us. <laughs> well, you know, hey, so go on. <laughs> so, I went to, I went to college at Bradley University, and, um... I was having a, a miserable time. I was, I was not a person I'm proud of being. I just wasn't a great person. I'm sorry. You, I'm you sorry. You're great. No, no, no. Um, okay. Uh, contrary to your belief, oh. I was a terrible person. Okay, good. And I'm sorry to. I want to officially, publicly apologize to anyone who knew me, who who agrees with me, and I'm sure plenty do. Um, and if you're hearing this podcast, <laughs> hearing, it. hearing, not listening, please hear my apology. Mm. Um, so, in some of my darkest times, um, a light formed at the end of the tunnel. Wait. Is Allison a beacon? No, B- yes. no BT does. Before the beacon, you have been brainwashed or conditioned to yes. hear my name and go, ugh, that girl. So we all, um, a- as loyal girlfriends to our, uh, you know, best friends, mm-hmm. um, your your best friend says, there's a girl in my class. I hate her. Wait, wait, wait. Please I don't know hate this. her too. Do okay. I know this? So I had a roommate. And I'm sure she's a, a wonderful girl. Um, I don't know what I did. Um, she just, she decided she did not like Allison. Did you talk a lot in class? <clears throat> no, it was French. I sucked. I wasn't going to talk up, but I was loud and I was a bit of a suck up. And yep. I had okay. to get an A somehow, Anna. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get it from the grades. I got to just be able to schmooze way away into getting yeah. a B or an A, okay? Well, I, I don't remember what your offense was. I mm. don't. But I do remember she was just like, Ugh. Allison, she did not like you. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, 
how is Allison today? Like, you know, it would be. <laughs> you would have a butt joke going, I mean, how's that Al girl I, going? I never met you. She didn't you. know what I was like. I didn't know who you were. She didn't know how amazing and, I was. And my, and my roommate, really, like, that was the thing we bonded over. You know when you bond over hate? Mm-hmm. It's yes. It's a terrible thing. I, it's a very you know, bad thing. It's not great, but I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love we doing it. We all do it. Everyone on the side of it, you're yes. like, oh, it hurts. Um, well, anyway. <laughs> she got through it, so. Yeah. So, um, so I had the, uh, you know, a bit of a falling out with, with my roommate, and I'm sure I'm, I'm just as fault, as much at fault. Excuse me. <clears throat> and, uh, unfortunately, we were still in French classes together, mm-hmm. but this last French class that we were in together, um... The infamous Allison was in. Ah, uh, French cinema? Yes, it was. French cinema. Or was it? It, it was French fin- cinema. It wasn't phonetics? Is she, was she still your roommate at this time? Mm, no, um, I show up to class and there's the infamous Allison. And then I see my former roommate and I say, you know what? I think a new... Suck lead. my dick. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, different strokes for different folks, as they yes. say. Yes, um, And I'm going to... F- to meet this this girl, Allison. Did and you do it right in front of her face? Uh-huh. Oh, first yes. day of class. First day of class. Because you want to know why? Because this was the first day back after winter vacation, and that just so happened to be when Allison got engaged. I went overboard and being like, "Oh my god, it's so perfect!" And you're so beautiful, and you're gonna make a beautiful bride. Yeah, like, you I did. And I was like, "Who is this so, girl? I love her. She's yeah, so sweet." I know. And, oh, and the backstory is the best. That yes. you were like, "I'm gonna be a conniving one." Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just thought, well, she's so sweet. She's so happy for me. Who are you? I love you. If you were a terrible person, at the very least, I was giving you a nice compliment. Yes. Um, if you were a nice person. I would then have uh, a really nice friend out mm-hmm. of a hilarious story and amazing story. I did not know. The really sad thing is we never became friends. Anyway. I hate. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time you guys have seen each other yeah, since that day. So how are you? <laughs> she, she called me up. She knew about the backstory. She was like, "You'd be a great <laughs> podcast guest." <laughs> what if we became friends? So let's just pretend. Let's make up this whole story yes. about how you listen to our podcast every week and. Tell us how to be better, <clears throat> Chloe. Actually, I don't tell you how to be better anymore because you guys rock it. Get out of here. Um, you have the text to prove that I say that. You are our number one fan. <laughs> I, I, I am there. I am. Wait, I have square, opinions. not square. Wait, I have a question for your because I know kind of like how you guys. I didn't know that story, but mm-hmm. who made it? Because it's almost like a starting relationship. Yeah. Who was like? I don't. Who was like? Do you want to like? Go to lunch or something. I think I had said it wasn't. It wasn't that. I don't know when it was. I think it was. Like, I know what it was. What? So you know when you're making friends with someone or you're like flirting with a guy or you know like when you're meeting someone. I mean, you were flirting with me. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a flirting friendship. I, I like, but it, yeah. I, I went too far. Anyway, um, <laughs> you're, she's still here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or this is a fake friendship yeah, that you've had. Yeah. I'm, still hate her. Okay, I'm still hate her. Um, when you're when you meet someone that you're really connecting with and you don't want them to leave, so you just keep on making excuses to hang out. Like that one time when we were leaving Columbus, Ohio, and you just wanted to hang in the uh, gas station for <laughs> twenty minutes. I think what listeners should take away is I'm clingy as fuck. I am just so clingy. But you know what? It's only it's only two people that I really, really love. Yeah, I'm okay you're with like, it. should I get this one if or I, should I get this Dorito? And no, I'm like, wait, wait. get both girl. And you're yeah. like but Maybe I don't. <laughs> Let's talk about our hopes and dreams, you know? Like, in the middle of this yeah. 7-Eleven aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. There are bars in the windows. If, it's fine. If if I can easily break away from you, 
wasn't really my friend. No, wait, okay, wow. so like, you tried to make up so, lies to stick around with me? I didn't make up lies, for God's sake. <laughs> Excuses. <laughs> um, no, so, uh, we go to the library. Yeah. And... I remember it all started and in Chadwick... Chadwick? Mm-hmm, yes. Chad, yeah. He, uh, he came to the library. We all three clicked. We... It was a Wednesday. It was, was it raining or was it sunny? Um, it was the winter time. It was yeah, the winter time. It was dark. It was dark, and um, and we just didn't want to stop hanging out. We we're in the library near the little cafe place where remember that bearded girl? Anyway, um, <laughs> Bradley, come on, <laughs> it's, it's Peoria. You can see that. Listen, yeah. they come. A lot of the people from Bradley are from like Naperville, Chicago. So let's just okay. Naperville is, is nice. It's bougie. Yeah, well, that's where the bearded lady's from. Really? <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, okay, come is on. she now a leap star in that? Um, the Greatest Showman? The Greatest Showman? Yeah, yeah, the girl from Hawaii. <laughs> and that's what today's podcast is really about. <laughs> anyway, um, so I was like, we, have to, we can get this party going. And Chad was like, great idea. Let's all get a bottle of champagne each. Blast Katy Perry, Rihanna, Britney Spears, Kylie Minogue yeah. in my little apartment off I campus. and And get... Blind drunk. Was this the apartment that was like on yeah. that Bradley Street yeah. right there? That mm-hmm. I went to them a couple, went there once yeah. or twice. Yeah, it was fantastic. We got drunk. You dropped your. Oh, and then that was it. The same night you dropped the red wine on the floor. No, no, no. no. We, we just had many <laughs> sessions every Wednesday. We would go act to, like you were studying for a little bit. Mm, go to Chad's. Yeah, um, go to Chad's. And do you know? That I was very scared that I slept with Chad. <laughs> when you woke up that next morning and you were like, oh I was, my god. I was in his bed, but I had all my clothes on. Is and this before or after I you guys knew? Could. Chad was already... Anna, he made us come seeing Katy Perry with him. Yes, but um, I... We've all kissed a gay man once or twice. Yeah. yeah. Screw it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but I couldn't remember. Because <coughs> we all drank our own thing of champagne and champ. Well, sparkling wine. And sparkling wine can be pretty high alcohol yeah if you get the right kind and it I goes quick i would not remember but i knew i had fun uh i knew <laughs> there was a cute boy in the room and that i was in his bed i was petrified that i had <laughs> and chad, i never told him really no i never can told you him. imagine telling chad now he'd be like oh my god well no. i thought i would have offended him by like saying that did uh, you take advantage that, of a drunk girl well actually that that she took advantage of him. <laughs> yeah, kidding. well, that. Oh, I was, I was about 60 pounds heavier. Um, because I didn't understand food allergies and exercising. And um, <laughs> I didn't understand exercising. <laughs> no, no, I really didn't. Exercising? I'm confused. What's that mean? The Declaration of Independence said that we are free from having to exercise. <laughs> I think that was in there. I've heard that. Or it's that we get to exercise our rights. I don't remember. No, anyway. I think it's the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me about exercising. Yeah, That's yeah, all I read. And then I don't have to do it. Um, <laughs> no. okay. So um, the, I thought that I would have offended him by saying, you would ever like that Chad would ever sleep with you. Sleep with me. <laughs> I that's how oh. low my self-esteem. Wait, you thought you'd offend him like why would I sleep with you, Babs? That he would be like, ew, Allison, this girl thinks that she has a chance with me. Not only am I gay, Get her I away. am repulsed. <laughs> self-esteem at an all-time low. Yes. Got it. Got it. And what? um Yeah, and so then now we're friends. Since then um, even though I moved away almost immediately. Yeah. And, um, 
and it's really easy to just kind of fade away from friends, especially, you know, if they just were in high school or college. It's so easy, but for some reason... You wouldn't let me. <laughs> I think what people... <laughs> I think what people need to take away from this is if you start a friendship out of being petty towards a former friend... You'll have it, the best friend. It will friend. last forever. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone be petty. Guys, no. so we just finished this... I Well, I just finished this one. Okay, we all did. So I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Merlots, but this Chloe Merlot is really quite good. It's I've never even heard of Chloe. Is it like a pu- Pittsburgh? Not Peoria. Pittsburgh thing? P- Pittsburgh. Uh, I, Pittsburgh. I heard pubes. Yeah. Pubes? yeah. I think you were it's, going towards pubes. Is it a pubes thing? <laughs> is this little, little Pittsburgh? Known, little known fact, Chloe is made from the essence of pubes. <laughs> essence of. Like Did LaCroix. You, that, that, Essentially. That oaky afterbirth has pubes in it. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting! Absolutely disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> um, uh, no, I like this. I think, I think it's kind of in a good dry way. Like it's kind of makes my mouth like I kind of want water, but I don't. Better question. Could I say kinda a couple more times? Were you making fun of me just there? Essentially. Essentially, all you're saying is kinda. <laughs> no. More important question is before nice asking price. How I much take it back. I, I don't want. Much? I don't want the Rex Goliath. Yes, you do. Yeah, I know. How much was that bottle of wine? Would you say? Just for our listeners that want Ty- under 10. Typically, on sale, it's $13. Okay. Oh, that was nice. So it's like $15 or $16 usually. In Pennsylvania. In so Pennsylvania. about 10 or 11 for... I would... Yeah, so so I was telling the lady at Wine and Spirits, she was like, get out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, uh, great story, bro. Um, Please tell I, her you tell us our story of Rex Goliath. I did. <laughs> I was like... <sighs> Rex Goliath, <laughs> as if she wanted to know. She's like, I don't care. Give yeah. me the damn bottle so I can ring you and get you out of here. Well, she was actually really helpful. Um, Until a certain moment when she was no, done. No, no, she actually was. She was really helpful. I think it was her last day, so she was just like, you know, fuck it. This crazy person came mm-hmm. in here. I really did come in like a crazy person. Um, and I said, you know, okay, I got this other day. I got this promotion, and now I got, I want to get three wines that m- will make them laugh. And she's like, well, there's Fat Bastard over here. And I was like, okay, I'm getting that. And then I went, ooh, where's Rex Goliath? She points over, and I look, and it's like, I think it's like eight ninety nine. What? Sorry. Well, I'm sorry. That was going to be really bad for editing, but oh, my gosh. Oh, eight ninety nine dollars for Rex Goliath? Yeah. So, and I, I look at her, I hold it up, and I was like, it's $4.77, <laughs> at least at the Kroger in 2012. That's it was still, that is a $4 bottle. That's a $4 bottle of wine. Yeah, and it's, do you, want, yeah. do you want an easier opener? Why? That's going to be hard, right? I think, I think that I should have to work for my wine. Okay. For yeah. Rex Goliath, though? Yes. Guys. Okay, wait, Rex guys. Goliath. No, wait, so, but full, full, guys, full disclosure, did you like, would you drink the Merlot again? Yes. Yes. I would buy that. Yeah, Chloe, so Chloe wine, uh, <laughs> Is typically like um, a mid shelf. You guys do that, yeah. yeah mid-shelf, like a yeah. mid shelf wine. Um, not it's not top shelf, but it's it's mid shelf. It's like a sweetness pricier. that I like. It's definitely dry. It's, it's not it's not that sweet tart. No, it's like it's like it's it, it makes dry. my it leaves my mouth with a dry like feeling. But I feel like my salivary glands have freaked out because I like the. I think flavors. it tasted more like a cab. Really? Than, than a Merlot. Maybe, Maybe that's true because I don't really drink Merlots. You get, you're like, oh, I like this Merlot. Yeah, because it tastes like a cab. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bitch. <laughs> I don't need you to 
judge me. <laughs> but I'm really here for Chloe because she is larger. Yeah. She's a thick bitch. She's yeah. larger and in charger. We, um... Larger and in charger. Yes. Name of the podcast. Um, we support women. Yes. I think is what we're trying to say. Chloe <laughs> is a thick bitch. So, okay. Ooh, and she's tall. Am I supposed to do this? Yes, okay. okay well, oh. Oh. This is going to take This a while. is going to go <laughs> all over the white bed spread. Okay. Oh, jeez. You are straddling the file. <laughs> That's going to be... My... It's that... going to be so loud and so fantastic. Also, she Our like, guys, in case you guys, you weren't, weren't here, she, she hunkered was, down. She was bearing down. She like, between the legs, straddled the bottle. It's, I took the same position that midwives instructed pilgrim women <laughs> to birth their children. <laughs> oh my and God. Get in, and bend we'll over drink. a little bit. And now we'll drink. Oh, that gulp sound from the bottle. That was supposed to be on this this channel. She's supposed to be on this channel. This is meant for her. Yes. Yeah, we're going to all go ahead and have our new wine pours. So we had to go with, um, so yes, on uh, Wednesday, Anne and I spent time together, yes, uh, recorded a podcast, not sure if we're going to actually release it, but we were talking about how um, there was a bottle of wine that was more expensive than we normally go for, and I thought it was cheaper because I didn't like it as much. I love this bottle. Um, this has got to be a cheaper bottle because it tastes not that great. It Have seems you tried like tried it. No, I'm saying is, oh and that was what God. the that was what the <laughs> what Rex Goliath. Get out of here! Are you gagging? Have you tried? Can it? we pour it? Can we dump it? No, <laughs> I'll just just I want it. I want. Okay, listen. So Anna was like. You can't tell the difference between a fancy bottle and a cheap bottle. And I was like, honestly, maybe not. Because I, I do not like it, even though the bottle was over $15. So in case that is helpful for you. So she was like, we should do a blind where you drink a fancy bottle and a cheap bottle at the same time to see if you can tell a difference between the two. Take a picture. And, uh, and I think we were like, well, let's just get like a Rex Goliath or like a barefoot bottle. Um, Basically, I don't think Allison's palate will be able to dis distinguish what's a fancy is. bottle and what's a good bottle. Wait, fancy bottle and a crappy bottle of wine. And so I'm going to put her junior sommelier skills to the test. Now I'm going to do this, and I don't remember the last time I had Rex. So Actually, I don't think it, I've sniff ever... Sniff it first. I don't think I've ever... Um, sniff. Sniff it like a... I mean, I know I like this, so I don't need y'all to talk bullshit to <sighs> it, me. It smells vinegary right off yep. the bat. Yep. It's Listen, like in my but throat. You also, I haven't had since since, since me May of two thousand and twelve. Oh. I haven't had this. That is not as bad as I remember. Yes, thank you. Oh, really? Not as bad as I remember because I thought it was garbage when mm -hmm. I first tried it. But it is very sharp tasting. Mm -hmm. Um, I can smell the vinegar. Yeah. It has the, um, the aftertaste that, to me, a, a lot of white wines, a lot of really cheap white wines taste like this, where it tastes like Barbie got melted down. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Like, Barbie got melted down to a liquid? Guys, yeah. I don't mean to, like, feel this way, but I feel a little bit personally attacked. <laughs> um, this is like... I think this is totally mean to feel that way. I don't mean like mean. I'm like I'm trying to feel that way, but I'm definitely feeling that way. So the significance of Rex Goliath, if we're gonna go back um, into history, 
is uh, when when I graduated when I was graduating from Bradley, Anna and Kara had an apartment in a fun part of Peoria. Shooting right next door. Like, the month after we left. I mean, that's what I mean by fun. <laughs> no, can I? She showed me how to grocery shop, because at the time when she, oh, right. she visited, we had wheat thins and string cheese in our... In mm. our and a Jimmy John's sandwich. And okay. Jimmy John's wrappers. So this was the one of the funniest stories I have to tell about Anna Sandborg. And Carol, it wasn't just me. <laughs> I just spit everywhere. It wasn't just me. Is how much she spits. No. Um... <laughs> Um, Anna Sandborg was living with Kara Seckler. Are we using last names? Yeah, we're fine. It's happening. Um, And they had a beautiful apartment. And Mm. you did. You honestly did. Okay. And and they lived like two bachelor boys. (laughs) Both in the same room. Every single counter was sticky. Yes. Yeah. Yes. From like jungle juice. Uh, my yes. table that I had lent you guys, you put a hot pan on and burned mm-hmm. a circle on the table, and yep. I went, no, mm-hmm. no, okay. I remember that. And now. we have that's currently in their kitchen. We still have it with the circle and <laughs> oh, all. Memories. It's fine. Um, and what was in their cabinets was nothing, and what was in their fridge was nothing but Jimmy John's, and I think a little bit like a dehydrated Brita container it was like, the de- the definition and the the detail yeah why was it to hide why was it to hide because there was no water in it <laughs> and it had no flakes in it right yeah. a nice dehydrated mm. brita filter <laughs> you open it and it went <laughs> <laughs> your adjectives are just There was Bud Light Lime. Ugh. And, um... Your memory is just shocking. And and there were... It was traumatic. Fresh... Oh, probably string cheese. String cheese for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and fresh, freshly wrapped leftovers of Jimmy John's. So this is what Anna and Kara would do. Wake up in the morning, and they go to Jimmy John's. And they get Jimmy John's for breakfast. I'm like, <laughs> yummy, yummy. No breakfast. Yes. We just wouldn't eat breakfast. Well, it would be like a brunch. It'd be like 11 o'clock. I just woke up. No, it, actually, I'm, yeah, you are right. Because you guys thought it was saving money by not eating breakfast. Um, so you would, it would be like brunch time. And you'd go get Jimmy John's. Um, you'd have leftovers. So that would be for dinner. Um, That's why I was 160 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'd do it all over again. But it would also be like, oh, I'm I'm hungry again at dinner, so I'm going to get Jimmy John's. So then you had leftovers for brunch, so then you didn't have to get brunch, so you got dinner, and the the cycle went on. The cycle is so great. Like, I don't see flaws. (laughs) I was like, you know what? I'm... This chair. The chair. I'll say it's a chair, but I'm going to edit out that it's the chair, and I'm just going to let you think Anna should have been. Or I'm just, or I'm just Make breaking. completely silent. Guys. For like, a, for like a good three seconds, so it's like we're reacting and we're like, to the sound. Guys, it's the Brita filter. <laughs> um, so okay. I was like, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to be like a second older sister, mm-hmm. and I'm going to teach... Kara and Anna how to grocery shop. 
Um, so I took them to the local Kroger. Um, I'm sure everyone listening knows Kroger because you're probably mm. in the Midwest. No, Kroger bottle Harris Teeter in the South. I don't know. We're very broad. Kroger is. We're giant and Acme and Shoprite. Acme. Acme. It's Acme, but if you're old, Philly, you say Acme. Okay. Acme. Acme. No. No. So I took them to the local Kroger, and I was like, okay, so you actually have to eat breakfast. What What are you gonna do? Like, what would you go for? They were so overwhelmed. The thought of having to can to I think through their nutritional choices through the day was so overwhelming that the most success we had was getting a bottle of Rex Goliath. <laughs> um, I taught them to, you know, shop for some nice wine instead of getting shit piss beer. Um, and they were like, you know what? I'm all about this $4.77. Which is only me because Kara doesn't drink red. So I was, I jumped on the Rex, like, wagon hard. Mm. Yeah, and we were huge I would get the Rex double, drinkers. I would get the double bottle. Yeah, we would we would watch Smash and drink red wine, and we thought we were so sophisticated. Those were the days, man. Yeah. We thought we were so sophisticated. Now we're drinking it in a in a relative. I think a nice this hotel. This is a fancy hotel. Yeah, in in a new city, eating cheesecake on a beautiful bed. Our standards have grown. I think. But so. our wine standards, am I right? I mean, have also. I think grown. we we grown. always keep it real. Yes. Be, uh, but we have plenty to back up now. Here, if we can, if we can um, put it on a bow on Rex Goliath, mm-hmm. if we can put a bow, I think I'm happy to know that Allison said she's been such a big hater towards it. It's like, honestly, it's not as bad as how I thought it was. I won't drink it. But I think I am proud to know this is the bottle of wine that I drank when I was growing up mm-hmm. and, like, having no money. Mm-hmm. And also... I think I'm proud to know that this is still something I, honestly, it's still something I would buy and drink. Okay. Now. Can I bring up something that I looked up because oh. of the fact that we were talking about expensive wine versus cheap-ass wine? Yes. Before you do that, get your phone ready for to be up next. Okay. 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 No, okay, so this is about, about wine. So I said, I googled, why do I prefer cheaper wines versus more expensive wines? Yes. And I came up with an article um, from winefolly.com that says is expensive wine worth it so the the study actually found that expensive wines were enjoyed more by people who are full wine enthusiasts Mm -hmm. and um they were less enjoyed by non-enthusiasts okay so uh it's like a six thousand person blind study but they found that the reason why non-wine enthusiasts enjoyed cheaper wines is because of the fact that there's residual sugars in the cheaper wines hmm. that make it more make it more palatable for people who aren't constant wine drinkers and wine snobs. So you're saying mm. like the people that don't really drink wine and are wine snobs are the ones that want to drink the really sweet, crappy wine that are in box like Franzia. Um, n- not exactly that, but kind of like so. The okay, so residual sugars are something that they're not like corn syrups or stuff like that. It's from the sugar that comes from the wine grapes and normally in like more expensive wines they have time to re- extract it um because the yeast changes it all away but like in the cheaper ones they leave the sweetness in so that it's more palatable so that people who are like me and you were like oh i want to be fancy 
let me try this wine. And then you get like a $7 bottle of wine. You're like, oh, this isn't bad at all. It's like cute. It's like sweet. Mm-hmm. It's like not too expensive. But all the sweetness is gone or like kind of taken mm-hmm. out from the more expensive wine. So if you're a novice drinker, mm-hmm. you are like that's bitter and like not sweet at all. Like what am I drinking? And that's why some people don't enjoy the more expensive wines. Um, so this, okay, so your sense of taste quantify the quality as a, um, a sense of richness or body that's in the wine from the residual sugars. So you think that there's more body because your whole palate is experiencing from the sugars. So that's why, like, cheaper wines for people like me and you and maybe, like, listeners who listen, cheaper wines will be more delicious to taste because of the residual sugars that are, like, overtaking everything. I've definitely drank wine from, like, Mom and Greg or Dad and Becky, and it just tastes like ass. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a $30 bottle of wine. Yeah. I'm like, this is awful. Yeah. Yep. And so I get worried if I spent if I spent a $30 on a bottle of wine, I'd be pissed if I didn't like it. Do you ever, um, do you ever drink a bottle of wine or, or have a, a little glass and say, I don't really like how this tastes, but it's too expensive to, to not drink it? Yeah. Um, so you try to figure out what would pair well with it and you're like, mm-hmm. bitch, this is going to need some apples. Yeah. Like, and you just, yes. you, you just eat a snack with yeah. it to try to make it more palatable. And then you're like, oh, Okay. I do like cheeses, like a lot more. Like cheese, I'll get like a yeah. fancier cheese, which cheese I bread. hate. Like the bottle of wine I bought the other night for our Wednesday night, whatever we filmed. Mm-hmm. It was eighteen dollar bottle of wine after mm-hmm. tax, and it tasted like a barefoot mm-hmm. red cap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would be happier to buy that and know what I'm expecting than buy an eighteen dollar bottle of wine and be pissed. I never leave a bottle undrank. Yeah. That bottle is on the Yeah, we have we didn't finish it. Top. I'm like, I can't drink this. But there's something very exciting about uh, branching out yeah. and trying something new. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I started to drink wines from Chile and Argentina, I was like, oh, this, is, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And when you'd finally find one that you really liked, it was so fun. It was so fun. It made you feel like um, you, you know, like you were progressing and, and being mature. Yeah. It felt like a, a little bit like play acting at being an adult. You were like, oh, well, I just love this, um, mm-hmm. bottle from Chile. Yeah. It's a yes, small, exactly. it's a small vineyard. Um, it's, it's you probably don't down. even know it. Wait, so where do you get like those bottles if you're not actually in like in that country? Like, well, because well, like Benny's has all over. Does it really? All right. the aisles are labeled with the country like it's from. only see Napa and then in Europe. Um, I pulled up my browsers. Yeah. And of the one, two, three, four, five that are up, three of them are the party nerds. I love, okay, actually, so let's talk about this. Yes. Because party nerds, tell us what it's about. You are featured well, on Well, tell there. us what you do. Because yeah, I don't what do anyone do? on this podcast knows what's going on. Okay. Um, so. Um, How did it happen? So, online, I go by Babs Butcher. Um, it it has now kind of become my name for my cosplay personality. If anybody doesn't know what cosplay is, it's short for costume play. It comes from um, this hobby, this craft hobby that people do... Typically, when they consider themselves nerds, yeah, um, 
it came from going to events, going to public events where you go in costume and you can role play as the character or you can just look like the character and people will appreciate the craft that you do. Mm -hmm. So it can be anything from, uh, you know, really famous one is Lara Croft. Yeah. Uh, people will, will look, try to look as close to Lara Croft as possible or, or it can be something uh, like a lot of the MCU, like people being Iron Man or yes, being yes, yes, and and Captain America. Uh, Wizard Con was in Rosemont. Yeah, the, uh, uh, Wizard World. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that that's a rotating con that goes to different cities. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. um, or you know, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, all these different video games. Love Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. Hey, I have not thought about Kingdom Hearts in such a great game. maybe a I decade. Would spend hours on that <laughs> on PS2. Uh, we love Kingdom Hearts. I love yeah. growing Kingdom up. Hearts. Oh my gosh, you guys, you fucking nerds. <laughs> Listen, we're talking 2007. Uh, hey, let us be. I would pay, if I could whip out a PS2 right now and play some Kingdom Hearts. I would be there. Never really? got off the original island. Oh, you guys fine. are making me so happy right now. I yeah. can't. Oh my god. I would love when I got to talk, like the um one the the whatever where I could fly. Oh my god. So uh, sorry, I'm so back. That, so cosplay essentially, you take your favorite characters and you make it a reality. Um, a lot of times, people who are lookalikes to the actors or the characters, um, they can really take off in their craft because, mm -hmm. you know, some of the hardest parts are, is all, it's already done for you. Mm -hmm. um, so as a small brunette woman, I can easily resemble a couple other small brunette women. Um, I, I use makeup and I use my very meager sewing and crafting skills. Which is vastly can improved. I, you can I say one thing, though? Like, the thing that's so insane to me is, like, literally in October of last year, you were over here painting abs on Alice, like, contouring abs and giving me, like, arm shit. Mm -hmm. And, like, what, four or five months later, you're freaking just, like, Blowing up Instagram and killing it. You're giving me fake toned muscles. And now, <laughs> now you're like, literally like people pay you to come do stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, thank you. That is really <laughs> nice. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, it's very hard for me to take a compliment, so thank you. Um, I, I started in October of 2016. I went to New York Comic Con with, um, you know, very little actually created by me going to my first con convention. Um, and New York Comic Con is arguably the one of the largest mm -hmm. conventions in our country. Um, and I just got hit me bit by the bug, and I decided, you know, I want to get better. I want to get better. And through literal blood, sweat, and tears, I did. Did you dress up for the first one you ever went to? I did. I, I came, I had a, I bought a cat suit, like a, a, a jumpsuit, essentially. And uh, you were Natasha Romanoff, right? The first yeah, one? Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow. Um, I had dyed my hair bright red. Get for the that. frick. Oh, yeah. And then did the tight curls and everything. And then weren't you, weren't you uh, red? Riding Hood the second day? Was that a I was. Con? I actually did uh, Bloody Mary. From that was the the thingy where Wolf Among Us. John was the wolf. Yes, he loves being Big B Wolf. That was good. Um, and then I think that was it. And then we did Guardians of the Galaxy for 
great Philadelphia Comic Con April 2017. Uh, that went over pretty well. We had our first shoot with um, Future Photography by Miguel Melendez. And then, uh, and then after that, what was it? We did Rhode Island Comic Con, we did New York Comic Con. It wasn't until Wizard World Philadelphia, May 2018, um, well after people had seen Ant-Man and the Wasp stills and promotional material, um, that they really recognized the character, because I was working off of stolen behind-the-scenes pictures mm -hmm. before, that the work that I had done on my Wasp costume finally started getting recognized. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was so scared. I turned to John. I was like, no one's going to recognize me. Dude, my, my biggest question is like, because you, I, I feel like I saw pictures of the Wasp like very early on because she found behind the scenes photos mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of the Wasp when they were filming yeah. that nobody had found. And that, she was like, I yeah. found a side profile mm -hmm. of her outfit. I'm going to make it from this side profile. Do you remember I I got essentially a scuba outfit. I got it a was, neoprene yeah. diving suit. Freaking work though, dude. It, it worked. It was black. Um I <gasps> wait, when we visited you, you put yes. it on and you danced around in your yeah, yeah, yeah. scuba outfit. Oh my god. That was her. And um I'm getting so hyped right now because I don't because now it's going full circle that you showed us I showed you. You were really excited. And she danced in because the I, scuba outfit in I, the hallway of her house. I didn't know how to sew. I didn't know how to sew. And um and I was so intimidated by sewing um that Yes. That I just decided to buy a neoprene suit because it was the closest thing to what I what I thought could resemble a um, suit body suit yeah, yeah. Um, and then just sewed on a pair of Under Armour sh um, sleeves mm -hmm. to to that neoprene suit and then just tacked on craft foam it was so bad. Um, you just posted recently the before, the, the original and, and then the after. new. And do you know what the biggest feedback was? Oh, you said that that first suit was bad. I didn't believe you. And no, so, I literally didn't believe you. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're wearing black and blue. And, and so, yeah, I, I after you know after a couple iterations of the suit, finally got something a little bit better. It looks so good, dude. And uh, the, the difference though is insane. And people, people. Uh, People were like, oh my gosh, you, you look like her, uh, your suit is really good, like let's take some pictures, and then, you know, it took off from there. Since then, I've been working with a really wonderful all-inclusive gaming lounge in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania called Gamers Heaven um, that showcases my cosplay and... Um, do you have to get dressed up in full? I, sometimes I do. Um, and sometimes I'm working on cosplay while I'm there since I'm, you know, there What for, does that mean, though, when you say working on cosplay? So, for example, with the Wasp, um, uh, people saw me. What I had done is the Wasp actually has very subtle honeycomb detail yeah, yeah. all over her body, all over the suit. And unless you have a stencil, you have to draw everything individually. I saw your video. Yeah. So, um... The first couple suits, I drew everything individually, and you, you just can't. You just can't. You can't. Remember those S's we draw as kids? Yes. Yeah. Graffiti S's. Imagine doing that ten million times. It's just. Un it's not going to be accurate every time. So I finally made a stencil, which was impossible. But I needed to 
to like work on it while I was at work. So that's what I did. So people were watching and asking questions. So I worked on that stencil and and shaping. you got but you the nice thing is you got, got paid, paid to do yep. show mm-hmm. people to and how it's going to build your and the thing. the thing about Gamers Heaven is is they have a few different types of hostesses. So the ho- one hostess is the chef hostess. Uh, Melly likes food is her Instagram handle. And then there's Heavenly Haruhi, who is our Japanese uh, language teacher. And then I'm the cosplay hostess. Um, and so, you know, if people want to talk Japanese with Haruhi, if they want to talk food with Melly, they can do that. If they want to talk cosplay, they talk to me. And it's a wonderful thing to bond with with people who are, are coming into the store. Like, oh, I, you know, I was thinking of doing this cosplay. Oh, okay, so what are you going to do for this part? You know, it's have a conversation ever, starter. Have you ever had any people come up and go, oh, my God, you're the wasp? No, I would say, I would say if there are people that are already at the store, um, they learn about the cosplays that I do, and... The thing about when you're when people are in the nerd community already and they already know me, um, it's just like oh yeah, yeah she cosplays. Yeah. But then when I go to conventions, people it's, are like oh my gosh, you know I follow you on such and such. I I can't believe I'm meeting you. I'm so excited. And How do you so handle sweet. that? She's great at accepting compliments. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Her, her compliment is, uh, no, my question no, is, my question no, is, it's not. My question is, how is the wasp handling Well, I actually, I I know quite a few dif- uh, different cosplayers who LARP, who live action role play their characters. I'm not talking about role models where they're no, no, fighting. No. I've seen LARP live in a, in a park. Yeah, no, 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 no. our sister LARP. But when I'm talking about LARPing, in this instance, it's just that they're live action role playing their characters at the con. Oh, so uh, so Cap- the Captain America, the famous Captain America guy, he's Captain Cosplay. Sure, yeah, he's like very. Does he he larps in his character? I would say so, but uh, with Captain America is is such a down to earth character that you don't really have to do much. So if you were Hella then from oh, yeah. from Ragnarok, yes, then, then you'd you be would a be bitch. walking around. Slinky and going nail, yeah. You know what I mean. Oh, um, okay. <clears throat> so just being an actress. Um, like there's there's one cosplayer um, who's a friend of mine, uh, Raph Bucky Barnes. When I first met him, I thought, what a dick, because he was so quiet and morose. Like this, he has his he's got long. So hair. he was being he was going the like Winter this. Soldier. He was being the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And I was like, Hi, my name's Babs, <laughs> and he was like. You know, no, he like, did. Uh, okay. But I didn't know that people live action role played their characters. Um, so some people do that. I, I've i never done it because I. You'd have to be a bit cold to be Evangeline Lily's character. And that's uh, not really your forte. Is not well, talk. I could do that. I just, it never occurred to me because I, well, I didn't feel that I was good enough to do that. You're an actress. Yeah, but if you are wearing craft foam and a scuba suit, <laughs> I'm Scuba Steve. Uh, how are you? Yeah, this is Scuba Steve the Wasp. Yeah. If I go to a, a Comic Con, can I be Scuba Steve? Damn it! I want to be Scuba Steve. I'll, I'll be the Kangaroo Song. The <laughs> Kangaroo Song. You I'll can be the be Kangaroo. Whoever you want to be. If you're Scuba Steve, people would flip the fuck out. Hey, I have a question. <laughs> I know I'm really cutting everyone off, but um, 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 I have a question. 
Do you? Oh, so it's three days typically, the Comic-Con. It depends on... Four depends days? On, it depends on the con. So... Are you, do you do panels or do you just walk around, have fun, or what, what, what do you do since now, like, you're established in the community? Well, this has actually been, uh, this has been a wild ride. So, May 2018 is when I, you know, I, I started to get some recognition on my cosplay, and, um... That was a hugely different experience for me because before May 2018, it was well, a hobby. We would just go. We'd show up in costume. Um, our our costumes are usually pretty good. You so get people, a couple pictures. People, people would take people pictures. People would be like, "Hey, can we take a picture? Can we take a picture?" And then you know we would go on to our, there's something called Artist Alley. So you support and appreciate artists that are you know doing cool caricatures and different beautiful artistic abstract paintings of things and comic books and miniatures and dice and all these different things. You so you go there, you go to panel, you like you watch panels. Um, celebrities will do Q&As and stuff like that. Um, and then we we'd go home. But uh, it's a different experience when you become a cosplayer that gets to collaborate with photographers and different mm-hmm. cosplayers and, and different artists. Because well, you're out there now. Um, I, do, I still don't know the full extent of what a con is going to be like. In a couple months? A month? In uh, 15 two, days? Two weeks. Two yeah, weeks? in two weeks. In two weeks I'll be at Keystone Comic Con, which is the first time uh, Reed Pop, which is the leading company for con organizing mm-hmm. in the United States. They are responsible for New York Comic Con. They decided Philly is up and coming. <laughs> okay? Coming. Up and coming. It. Steven, it's, it's gentrifying, it's cleaning up its act, and it's becoming, you know, hipster central. So it is a place for artists to come in and showcase their, you know, creative entrepreneurial side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Reed Pop said, okay, it's time. So Shit, Philadelphia dude. is getting Keystone Comic Con. It is exclusively Philadelphia. Uh, and it's going to be the, at the Pennsylvania Convention Center, um, uh, September 14th to 16th. And so I'm going to be there. I don't know how success, successful it's going to be, but I'm going to be there to support it. Are you going to be like, cause I know some like influencers on online, they say like, Hey, meet me here for like a meetup and like take photos. Is that something you want to do or no? Um, absolutely. I would do it. I'm still learning. So, um, I also, this whole conversation kind of started with you talking about the party nerds, mm-hmm. um, from the success of May 2018, I started with Gamers Heaven. Excuse me, I started working with a few wonderful photographers: uh, John Kim, Grayson Shine, yeah. um, JMW, and Grayson Shine. Their photos are amazing. Oh, and they're such a wonderful team. Um, and and then I also started with the Party Nerds ca- uh, pod, live podcast. Which, um, if you haven't listened to it, listen to it. If, if you like any kind of comic book, if you like Marvel yeah. in any way, or if you like, well, I mean, any you can also like DC, culture. fine. Yeah. But, uh. Well, honestly, you'd be the odd man out in that group. If you like DC. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who's that one guy? Who's the guy that likes DC? One of the guys likes DC more. Uh, I, it's not AJ. I can't remember. One of them likes DC, and he was like, well, I mean, like, but no, it's not. But if you like any kind of, like, comic, even if you're, if you're swept up in this whole wave of superhero stuff. 
party nerds, they were great. Yeah. The they're they're great. a group of, um, they were in the entertainment, in, or they still are in the entertainment industry, but they all kind of met um, through being club promoters and, and um, uh, what do they call it, the, the front of clubs that... Bouncers? Bouncers and um, hosts and things like that for really popular uh, party-centric places and casinos and things like that. Um, and they all had nerd fan inside of them. <laughs> yeah. They had the yeah. nerd inside. Yes. And they all said, why don't we get together and, and uh, put, put our heads together and make this podcast. And it's become a, a really big success. They're kind of like the Howard Stern of nerd culture podcasting. Yeah. I mean, they get brewery were, sponsors. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Were they, um, were you in the room with them or were you calling in? Actually, uh, so Ant-Man and the Wasp premiered July 6th or July 7th of this year. And they, um, and... I went in, I had work that later that day. Before I went into the theater, um, you know, I, I turned off my phone and then when I when I came out from watching Ant Man and the Wasp, which was a, a delight, um, and it was bizarre to that watch. Was a, that was a good movie. It was it was very cute. I but you were it. like It was bizarre. I'm being this person. I was like <laughs> Um uh, I came back to like 400 to 600 Followers. notifications. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what the hell After just happened? After seeing the movie? Yeah. And it was because in that time, the party nerds had found every professional photo that I had taken as the wasp and in a very tasteful, wonderful post had credited all, you know, everyone who's responsible for it and said, you know, take a look at this cosplayer. She looks like Evangeline Lilly and she did a kick-ass job mm-hmm. at the Wasp. Party nerds! So, mm-hmm. you know, they did that and then all of a sudden there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of, of notifications. So I I create a little Instagram story and I say, I just came back to practically my battery dying from the notifications. Party nerds, are you responsible for this? And they, and they had private messaged me saying... Haha. I mean, I, I still didn't actually know. And they said, haha, like, you deserve it. And, and the photographers are great. And would you want to be on our podcast to review Ant Man and the Wasp? I said, heck yes. This is before you guys even taped. Uh huh. And, uh, and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we worked that out. And um, since then, I guess they, they like the contribution that I've given to the podcast. I now have my first article has debuted on the site. That's a lot too. Um, That's insane. And they, they like the material that I give them. So they have asked me to come on as often as I, as I want. And now I'll be, um, going to Keystone Comic Con and possibly New York Comic Con as press. That's oh, so cool. Shit. Yeah, so you actually apply and you get in as press. That's insane. So you don't have to actually pay for a ticket. Uh, what I love is that when I listen to the most recent episode is that they seem to really value your opinion. Well, because they'd be like was girl power. So yeah, they, and they better. Said, they said girl power until so there, there were four girls there. If I'm not mistaken, I can't. Uh, there from... were three actually. Okay, mm-hmm. but they literally like they introed it and talked and talked and then they said, "Okay, now like Babs, what do you think?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh "My God." 
look at them asking her about like all oh, this. It's great. Well, they're they're big personality guys. They um, do seem so. Darnell, who we had, who we who I have met is Darnell Jerve. Bravo. Bravo's the one that you thought was from Philly. I actually got an answer. He's from South Jersey. Dude, his accent South is Jersey. insane. If you listen to his accent, it's like, whoa. So he says his, this is a um, South Philly Jersey. and I guess now South Jersey thing. In reality. In, in reality? In reality. It's not reality. Real, it's real. reality. Reality. In reality. <laughs> and I'll make you listen to his, his voice. It's just like, you're like. Well, that's something. Like, yeah. it's not like a full accent, like a southern accent. It's just like some things are like, what those is are that? harsh yeah. sounding. That's Bravo. And then uh, uh, and Jerv James. And Jerv is. Jerv hosts often. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, uh, AJ, he's the one, the um, rehired James Gunn guy. Uh, he's uh, the one who answers the questions, right? Mm, Offline? No, that's Jorge. Right. Uh, Jorge and. Who at James Ed? Ed is also a tabletop gamer. Um, who else am I missing? I don't remember. It's they'll, just, o- they'll only be pissed at you later on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like only they will only just take it very personally if you forget them. But it's fine. No, I mean like I really enjoyed it. They were all. It's a very good blend of people. So and were they, you in house? Yes, you drive to them. Yeah, they're they're in New Jersey, so uh, on Tuesdays I go straight from work over to them. What's and the drive? An hour. And uh, and uh, you know, we go, I go there this last time. You know, I had the article already ready, sent to them, and and um, ready to just talk. And it gets easier every time. Mm-hmm. The second takeaway is. Do you find podcasting that you have to back up your opinions with with facts and with research mm-hmm. more? So you the the opinions that you form have to be much more intelligent and you you realize maybe the ideas and the opinions that you had before weren't well researched and now you feel that you can back up your opinions more now. No, I have completely unbased opinions <laughs> and I'm very strong with them. I'm literally sampling Rex yes. Goliath and saying, now that I'm a half bottle in on a second bottle, I don't mind this that much. Mm-hmm. Now I feel tomorrow I will wake up with a little bit of a headache from it. I have plenty of pain relief medication. Thank you. I yes. brought Dramamine. Do you need Dramamine for a headache? No, for nausea. If you woke uh, up with a hangover, you drink, you. you eat Dramamine. I, I even had, a, I had a full bottle of Pedialyte I could have brought, and I didn't. Oh, goodness. It's, it's I mean, fine. it's not like there are pharmacies everywhere. There are no pharmacies <laughs> in Pittsburgh, I've Wait. heard. Oh, yeah. Hey, I guys. Yeah? That's my opinion, and no one can challenge it. No one can it. challenge it. Can I tell you some why facts? Yes. Yes, please, actually. I would love that. The custom of bumping glasses, like cheers. Okay. Oh, <laughs> she was like, ready "Don't to say cheers." Che- okay, and cheers. Ready? Cheers. That nice. Hold at the stem at least for a cheers. The custom of bumping glasses with a cheers greeting came from old Rome, where they used this method to make sure no one was trying to poison the other. Other, bumping glasses makes the drink spill from one cup to another. That means that they had some good pours. This tradition started even earlier in ancient Greece, where the host was to drink the first cup of wine to show his guests he does not intend to poison them. <gasps> yeah. I never what? knew that. What? Oh, 
I forget that you didn't go to high school with me. Fuck you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you didn't go to college, and I was like, fuck you, but I got really defensive before you had said your statement about me. <laughs> Wait, that happened in high so school? When did I'm, you I'm smelling notes in the Rex Goliath of defensiveness <laughs> and <laughs> argumentative behavior. Um, Let me fill you up some, with some more disrespect. Sus- How about that? Disrespect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what's the next fact? Another one? What, okay, this is probably another one that you guys know. Uh-huh. How much do you know? Okay. She All right. knows too much. She knows Women, too much. She, she knows flipped the much. air. She whipped her hair back and forth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Women. Whoa. Women are more susceptible to the effects of wine than men, partly because they have less of an enzyme in the lining of the stomach that is needed to metabolize alcohol efficiently. I don't know enough about anatomy. Science. <laughs> Anna, next one. We don't know science. Isn't that crazy, though? Okay, whatever. I, I would think... Okay, so women... So te- our stomach linings are technically different. I wouldn't know anything about the stomach lining. I would say, you know, women... Te- Okay, tend to have more body fat percentage than men. Right. So you'd think we'd be able to store... Soak it up more. Yeah. But I think it's from the fat versus muscle. Okay. Again, this is where I we think step that, in and say, we have no but I think clue, this was, but we like to know, act like we know. But I think this was a fact that we had also, in a couple episodes ago, like quite a few episodes this ago. This coincides? Mm-hmm, where it was like, because of the makeup of the body, women cannot... Can I Oops, can I counterfactoid that factoid? Oh, I mean, unless it's I mean, if, if it's completely unbiased, then yes. It's not biased. It's factually based. Okay. So when pe- when when women would powder their nose, yep. Um, uh, I would say like I'm thinking 1920s. So during mm-hmm. Prohibition time, um, they would go to the bathroom and the smoke some crack. Um, nope. Powder their she literally told you powder their nose. <laughs> well, what were they doing? They really? would say powder their nose. And powder their nose, I think also I think there might be a little factoid about people doing like cocaine and, and the powder and everything. Oh, like I that. thought it was to like to try powder and sh- their nose. to try and disguise dis- dis- the shoving cocaine. Oh, I thought it was nose. disguising the rosiness of your cheeks when you were a little bit tipsy because you didn't want to seem like you were a floozy, so you'd powder your nose. Well, so there, I, I'm sure there's plenty of we different need to Google things. This. <laughs> but um, there, there's, I don't know if it's an urban legend or or something like that. Women would drink bottles of olive oil of oil to line their stomach so that when the wine or the liquor came down it wouldn't hit their stomach lining and there would be a barrier so that they could drink more because the objective during prohibition era was get as much alcohol as you can into your system and if it's true that there's something in the stomach lining uh, that makes women. sense then. Yeah. Then then lining it, like some people will do it with milk mm-hmm. because milk will, will create a barrier. But can you olive oil? Can you imagine drinking that? I You had to be so sick. You had to feel nauseous the entire time. Can you imagine just jiggle? You know when you when you drink too much water and you can, you can hear feel, it? You can feel it. You can even hear it squishing, yeah. squashing around. House is going to vomit. Ugh. We're a little too close. <laughs> There's no olive oil in our body. We can't take all this. I'm too, into, I'm too close so to this discussion. So that was my counterfactoid. I liked it. Okay. okay. Next one's kind of interesting. Um, the combination of soil type, climate, degree of slope, and exposure to the sun constitutes the... T- hmm. Terrier? Let me see. 
Terrier. Ter- that's a type of dog. <laughs> Fuck you. Anna. Anna. It's, no, it's is it terroir? Ter- is it terroir? Terroir with an I. Let me see. Nope. Well, you're going to read the rest of it then. No, I'm just going to say terroir. 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 It's French. Um, it's fine. Cool. Of a vineyard and what makes each vineyard and each wine unique. So the slope of the ground and changes soil, the, the vine. Soil, how the sun, the exposure works. Really Everything's sure. warmer in Cali than it is in anywhere else. Well, there was the the movie with Bottle Al- Shock with yes. Alan Rickman. Bottle Shock and Chris Pine. Yep, Bottle Shock with Alan. Rickman I remember watching Rickman that and thinking, the, why am I watching this? The movie where California established themselves as wine country. Um, we, we should. You we should can, watch Bottle Shock. I don't think you ever can, saw that. Uh, I would say Bottle Shock and Sideways are two modern movies that are that pertain to wine. Mm-hmm. Um, that are. I valuable. thought Bottle Shock was something like a war movie. No, it's yeah, not. no, it's Chris Pine and Alan Rickman in Wine Country. That's Battle Shook. Also really? with Chris Pine. Really? Get the no. frick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, wow. I could have believed you. I, you could have just kept going I, really, I would have gone home on Sunday and been like, I have to really rent Battle Shook. But here's the thing. <laughs> Love a good Chris Pine film. Like to rent it? Like to, from Blockbuster? Go to, no, go to like... I got a um, family video. Yeah, I'd be like, hi, also, Blockbuster? Are you in the 2000s? Early well, 2000s? Well, you just said rent. Why wouldn't you Like, just what's it called? Family video. Family video. Go in and be like, hi, I'd like to... um. By referral, mm-hmm. rent your bottle bottle shock, bottle battle shock <laughs> video. All right, can I give you another one? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay, so this one is purely um, interesting. First and foremost, second of all, I think the GIF that is accompanied by it isn't really going to be good for the viewers, but going to be great for you guys. Okay. Okay. So putting ice and salt, and this kind of goes with when we were at your um, at the lodge, mm-hmm. and we were trying to like cool the bottle down, mm-hmm. and it was like taking forever. I remember. I remember. Putting ice and salt in a bucket with chill white wine. Wait, will chill white wine or champagne faster? Mm. So ice and salt. Well, ice is I've a done no that. Brainer, brainer, No, I've done that. I've done salt. that before. With salt? Yeah, we had a, um, it was Matt's golden birthday party, and she had, like, a gold wine that she had got. So she said, she was like, these are all too warm. We need to get it. So I Googled it, and you just put a shit ton of salt and ice in a, like, I just filled up a basin, like, in, like, the sink. Mm-hmm. Chilled them within, like, ten minutes. This is, so, the, this is the gif. Huh, huh. <sighs> no, but honestly... Salt and ice in water really works so much better. All right. Because we did it too. Because Anna, we did it once before where you like wrap it in paper towels Mm -hmm. and you put it in the freezer. Mm -hmm. Not as good as the salt and ice. Okay. It surprises me that you you believed me in my battle shook lie because I have been told that I do not hide emotions on my face very well. You kept the story up for about... A half second. Long enough for us so, to be like, really? And then you were like, no. I yeah. think my acting ability has really improved with cosplay. You got a half <laughs> You've gotten a half second better. Since um, May, I year. have really improved. But do you know, um, like, I think we're all three like this. We we think we're being real coy. Mm-hmm. Like, we're being real sly. Yeah. But it's all over our faces. 100%. We have very expressive I'm not great faces. at lying. I'm not great at lying, but I like to think I am, so yeah. I try, and then people are like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fact that's shock. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. Battle Shook doesn't sound like a real film. And you'd be like, <laughs> it, it's so. <laughs> hey, last fact. 
Tune in. Yeah. Tune in, folks. Yes. Tune in. Come on. I'm looking at you. Well, I need a little bit more of a pensive. Sorry, I'm ready. Thank you. This is great. Last one. Plato argued that the minimum drinking age, thank you guys really for posting up, should be 18. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate that. Legal drinking age, 18. Who is this? Plato. Plato. Yeah. That's my boy. That's my boy, Plato. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then... <laughs> He's so great. So great. He's so great. <gasps> is that a typical joke? No. that was great. I don't think so. It was so great. Okay. Anna, I'm sorry. So what did Plato say, Anna? What did Plato say? You just looked at me with so much judgment, and there's, there was no laughs. I'm you actually like, really confused, and I don't know what's going on. It, he was going. so great, and she was asking if you made that up yourself. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I See? thought that was so great that you made that Thank up. Thank you. Steven, edit that out so it sounds like we just went with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So Plato Plot- argued that the minimum drinking age should be 18, and then wine in moderation may be tasted until 31. Wait. When a... Listen, when yep. a man, you can comment after, when a man reaches, <laughs> when a man reaches 40, he may drink as much as he wants to cure the crabbedness of old age. Wait, so from 31 to 40, I can't drink? No, no, you are allowed to drink from 18 to 31 yep. in moderation, mm-hmm. and then after, th- I think that's good, but then, but then, oh, I can't drink between 31 and 40. Yeah. And when a man reaches 40, you could drink it. As much as okay, you can make so, it the last year. Plato, go fuck yourself. Actually, this question is behind that. What well, does happen in the nine years? Am I just supposed to abs? Am I a- abstinent from wine? You drink beer and liquor. Well, okay. So if, if we're thinking of that time, who was living past thirty-one? That's why you ha- you got to drink because you are so freaking old. But in that middle of the time, like, were they like, wow, you really? They just they expect- marvel over you at that point. Like, how much knowledge do you have? And then if you live to forty, they're like, okay, seriously, you're like, dad, just drink yourself yeah, fat yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, like, because you're gra- you're crabby after forty, apparently, in yeah. that time. So from thirty one until eighty. Yeah. 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 Listen, at eighty, I plan on still being active as fuck. But um, yeah, but not when Plato was around. But here's the here. Mm-hmm. So, if we're if we're if this is like money and we're like trying to put it in perspective of what that would cost today, 31 to 40 would be like 71 to 80. Yeah. 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 Um, And I'm exaggerating because I clearly don't know anything, and if that is an actual science, um, high age science. I think the science is that it's math, and that's the... Talk to me more about this math. (laughs) Elaborate. What does that yeah. mean? What's that word? Is that Swedish? No, I, uh, yeah, I think you're right. It is, actually, I think it is. Um, myth. Myth. Uh, Boy, that's math. Myth. That's math. That sounds like math. Myth. Talk to me more about this math. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know how as we're getting older, it's harder for our bodies to handle alcohol. Yes. Well, yes. no, but no, but then when you become an adult. We're adults. But when you become, like, mom and dad's age, you know, Becky's say they're in their 40s and 50s. They can drink us under the table. But here's the thing is that's that's becoming more rare. Oh, I, I just plan on being that parent. I'm going to be that person. <laughs> I think that's becoming... No, I don't mean from a cultural perspective. I mean, I see more and more people who are deciding not to drink. Are yeah, deciding. No. Yeah, they're like you know. Um, I I can't. I'm having what seems like autoimmune disorder, or I'm having 
allergy symptoms or, you know, I, I can't sleep through the night, I can't keep drinking. Everyone associates their bad health to alcohol. Yeah. And it's, that's not it's, a bad thing. It's not. I mean, it's not. Do, there's a, a small part of me that thinks, you know, 40, 50 years from now, people are going to be looking at drinking the same way they look at smoking now. In our lifetime, allergies, food allergies, yeah. have become so big. Yeah. People have developed allergies where I, I don't know if they existed before. If they, if or if they, they did, they just didn't pay attention to it and yeah, then lived in they, that misery. Or, yeah. or the, or the production and overprocessing of foods has created. Yes, yeah, yes. and that, there, there's a couple different arguments there, but, but because of those food allergies, and you know, I'm, I'm unfortunately someone who suffers from that. Um, one thing I realized is I like this is a, a luxury, the fact that John comes home with wine every, you know couple of shifts it's it's I can't drink it half the time because my body rejects alcohol so fiercely mm-hmm. um, you guys are gonna experience what happens to me oh I experienced it last time we were in DC the next morning after you had ran around the streets of Washington DC and I tried to get you in an uber Steven, and the next edit this out. <laughs> and the next morning you were like Phyllis just get dressed Let's just go to a CVS, and then we walked to the CVS. You got Dramamine, Pedialyte, and Pedialyte, and you sat on the corner while we went into Starbucks, and you just took your Dramamine, you drank your Pedialyte, you drank your waters. That was such a good scientific experiment. Science, man. yeah, yeah. And then you just you were better in about an hour. You were like fine. Yeah. Um, no. So like when John and I, John too, like he he holds that he does not have food allergies, but after a night of beer. It's the same symptoms as if he had a bunch of milk. His sinuses are just clogged. And then he's in the bathroom for most of the day. Oof. And that's that's the case for most of our friends now. After beer? After it's beer. It's so beautiful. I know. The thing is, it is like, if you wake up feeling awful, then it's, it's not right for your body. Mm-mm. Right. No, 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 because it could be two things. It could be that you had it and it's not right for your body, or you overdid it with the yeah. amount and then your body. Typically, it's overdo it. Yes. But I'm saying, like, there are times when you could have only one glass and wake up and you're like, yep. Like, I Thursday morning over and I don't know what I what I did wrong. Well, and I don't get hungover as much as. But when you I, feel sick, when you have a feel like you have cold, like symptoms. My stomach gets distended. Let's just very quietly. Fade off into the sunset when it comes to drinking alcohol because it's clearly so bad for our bodies. And I see yeah. that as a trend now. Guys, we have officially made, I think, a part two of our podcast. This is the longest I've ever recorded. Normally, I only have to cut out like 30 minutes. I think what's I think the reason why it's going so long is you guys talk so much and I don't really talk a lot. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Literally, something you were like, now Anna's gonna read this because I feel like I've been talking a long time. Then Anna read, and you're like, okay, anyway, so move on. It's time for me to talk again. It's like, Anna, great fact. <laughs> Anna, I enjoy your fact. Gonna, um, I'm gonna peg you back off this. And I'm just over here, like, you guys. You do understand, you have done two podcasts, and this is the first time you've ever let me be on Let one. me be, listen, Linda, Look, you were literally hundreds of miles away. 
Yeah. This is it's not time. my fault that I made friends with you and then you were like, mm-hmm, love you. Moving to New York. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. What? Pennsylvania. Yeah. You said you were moving to New York and then you moved to Pennsylvania, yeah. but you were like, I'm kind of close to New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, like, let's not blame this on Allison, okay? Honestly, let's talk about the person. Honestly, it's John's fault. No, you met, you met him. <laughs> I remember when you met him. It was like a year <laughs> into. Fuck John. It was a year into you guys, Let's you living out John. here, and then you started dating him. Um. And you said, hey, here's this guy that comes to my work. John, it sounds like Allison has deep-seated <laughs> hatred for you. It's called, it's the, it's the hints of Rex Goliath resentment, and, uh, and it's the fine. residue I don't of resi- the sugar. Yeah. It's yeah. residual sugars. It's yeah. the residual sugars. They're getting to my brain, yeah, and they're saying... Yeah, as soon as those sugars burn off, John, Allison's going to love you again. <laughs> <laughs> for the, John's for tuning the in, meantime, like... time, you should probably turn off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Just for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, his phone number is... <laughs> Oh okay, um, so anyways, it's now 1.45 in the morning. Oh. I love it. I feel like, honestly... Wait, really? It says 12.43? This is, it's because this is a Midwest Guys, real can I say phone. one thing? Oh. No, can I my, say one thing? Yeah. I think it's it's hilarious because I'm happy we filmed a podcast, but this is also, like, our time that we actually, actually, actually... Virginia. Caught up and, like, talk. It's like we have not been apart. Um, kind of. This is kind of interesting. Our... <laughs> Catching up is being shared with whoever wants to listen. Yeah. Usually we we catch up and then whatever official stuff we need to do uh-huh. gets done after we catch up. Yeah. Um, which is probably one of the reasons why it's going a little long. But you get to witness us do the catch up. I haven't had I haven't up. had a full conversation with Babette. Normally I get a FaceTime for about an hour Washington, where mm-hmm. you say, okay, so seriously, tell me what's going on. I say nothing and you go, stop. Tell me what's going on with you. I swear to God. I know. And then we have so little time. Yeah. And then it's like, like 45 the show, minutes and you're like, I'm like, Sorry. stop, hang up the phone with me and go do what you need to do. And you're like, okay, great. So we already know what we're doing tomorrow. We'll go down the rundown of it to, after this and then we'll be good. All right. You guys don't get to know because we're fiercely private yeah <laughs> we don't put anything online that we don't yeah we don't want you in my business honestly who you think we are is not who we are wait you think you know you but don't. you have no idea you have no what is that idea. the real world i don't know i think so it's probably Anyways. the bachelor no 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 this is like definitely from old okay <laughs> and literally. this is the part of the podcast where we fight again <laughs> segment three hey part one how do you feel being on this podcast um I've enjoyed myself thoroughly I am surrounded by beautiful young women who have plenty of knowledge on wine Ooh, and don't try and speak us up don't put us there <laughs> and talk us down talk us not up who are mediocre at best um with their knowledge with wine I don't know how to talk you down because I am your biggest fan. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like I am just so engaged. I'm like, this. yeah. See, nice things. She's like, cool. <laughs> it's like, it's so like, forced. Ew, don't compliment me. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm surrounded by two wonderful young women who've been in my life for um, six years. No, seven. No, seven, seven, eight years, years almost. Now. Seven, ne- nearly eight years. Nearly in a decade. Really, pretty and much, if you a, pretty much a quarter of my life. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, 
and they actually a half of my life. I almost. mean, I think this is this has been an interesting moment um, because it kind of shows how we've progressed as young women from you L- know little women like too. trying trying to scrimp and save for a four dollar seventy seven cent yes um, beach still like it wine and now it's like a funny joke afterthought behind eight other wines and room <laughs> service. Like, I think this is uh, um, a hallmark moment of, like, we've we've progressed in life, and now we can do things like this where we meet in the middle and record our conversations together yes. and enjoy our time together. Mm-hmm. See, so you like it. That was a nice summation. In, in uh, essentially, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is I'm done here. And I'm going back to Philadelphia because oh. this was awful. Oh, are you, just, are you oh, packing you're, up? You're done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't listen to Because Why Not because it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. You heard it here first. Gabs, thank you so much for coming on. We enjoyed having you. Have fun packing up because she's got... Oh, she's now doing a pose. Like, it's a photo happening. Oh, wait. Is this... Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> is, this Tom, is this Tom Selleck on a fur rug? There's a, there's a webcam thing, right? Oh, hey, gross. Um, I'm not doing a cam thing. Yet. I know, but the FBI's watching, right? Yeah, and also Anna Snapchat's watching. Do you, are you seeing my stomach hanging out? No. I'm literally the hunchback right now <laughs> with a side pony. We're videotaping. Um, well, if, if FBI is watching, this is because why not? I'm Babs. Oh, I'm Allison. I'm and, Anna. And that girl over there who's listening to extra audio, which is great for feedback on my um, computer. She's get, She's hating me. She's hating me. What? You're... Okay. Babs, thank you for coming on. You're lovely. Anna? Yes. Say something nice to Babs. You're great. You're the best. Wow. Love ya. Super genuine. Mm-hmm. I was uh, genuine. And uh, we'll uh, all talk with you guys later, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Yeah. No.